we all have a spirit team. It's not like your soul is sent here alone and God's like, all right, have fun in this lifetime. See you in a in hundred years. We have support. We have a ton of support we're not tapping into. So your spirit team is made up of angels, guides, and loved ones. And it can also be loved ones who are your ancestors. I believe that we've lived thousands of lifetimes, right? And that your spiritual family on the other side is much larger than you know it is. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Okay, we are so excited today. We are sitting with Julie Jancis. She is a wife, a mother to two, and an angel medium. She is inspiring and healing our community with her gifts. In addition to the courses that Julie teaches, she also has a new book, Angels and Awakening, Raising Your Vibration and How to Hear Your Angels. And if that's not enough, Julie also has her own podcast, which is doing so well. I found Julie through listening to her podcast. It's titled Angels Awakening, and I had the pleasure of being a guest on her show. And this show, she really has dived into connecting with people that have their own stories of what it means to connect with their angels and their loved ones and how that is shaping and healing their lives. So I am so excited, Julie, to have you with us today. Tell us about you. Tell us how this all started and how Angel Awakening became your life. Yeah. Well, first, thank you so much for the honor of being on your show. I just feel so honored to just get to be a guest. So thank you. Um, So what happened was uh, the way that I started Angels and Awakening, the podcast, is uh, I was working in really the corporate world, right? Um, And I was a mom of a young little girl. Um, My dad had passed away, but I didn't know it at the time. So he passed away on August 5th, 2015. And he was actually on his third wife at the time. She thought that we were bad kids because we weren't talking to him at the time, not knowing that we had reasons for doing so. Um, he, I first caught him cheating on my mom when he was in third grade, caught him cheating on my mom again when I was in seventh grade, and held a moral ground with him throughout his life. And so we, we had time where we wanted to reconnect and then we had a falling out and so nobody called when he passed to let us know this entire month that he's gone i think i'm going crazy because every single time i go to brush my daughter's hair i keep hearing this thought that sounds like my own internal dialogue but the thought says over and over and over again she needs a hairbrush like i used she needs a hairbrush like i used and i literally remember stopping myself one morning before i was taking my daughter to school and saying that's not me 
Like that's not me saying this. That's not me thinking this within. I am literally going crazy. And then my next thought was, I can't tell my mom. I can't tell my husband. I don't want to get locked up for this. They're, like, I can't tell anybody. So I kept my mouth shut. And I'm sitting in my corporate office having a meeting. Um, actually, I think I was in a coworker's office having a meeting. My sister starts to call over and over and over again. So I, I'm like, something's wrong. I got to take the call. She goes, dad's passed. And immediately out of my third eye starts this vision of my dad combing my hair because he worked the night shift so he would get us ready for school. We were in his bathroom. He was getting us ready for school in the morning. And I had this vision of him using his hairbrush to comb our hair. And it clicked. My daughter has his hair. She needed a hairbrush like he used, which was a boars-like bristle brush with this wooden handlebar at the end. And I, like, I didn't even think it. It just came flying and blurting out of my mouth to my coworker. My dad's been talking to me. Luckily enough, she was somebody open enough to this that she goes, you have to figure this out. So I studied with people on the East Coast. I studied with people on the West Coast who are very knowledgeable and uh, started my own practice after going through a couple different energy healing programs. And it really does come down to word of mouth. And so I had a huge following within the Chicagoland area. And everybody's like, you have to get this message out to a larger audience. So I started the podcast and um, just feel really, really blessed. Like I just love getting to do what I do and um, getting to help as many people. I feel like I'm uh, able to do that through being a teacher and just getting these different messages out um, through the book, through different courses. And that's just been a huge blessing. Oh, wow. So would you say that your message is you do readings. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. So would maybe you don't call them readings. What do you call them? Oh, I just said that that way because um, we have like this wait list with thousands of people and um, I developed a voice disorder. And so I can only do a couple a week right now. My vocal coach calls me a vocal athlete, but I, I try <laughs> and get in as many as I can. Uh, but I have this angel membership where I get to work with large group of people uh, once a week. We have live events in there. So that's really fun too. Okay. So where I was wanting to go with that is, I mean, you're teaching people how to connect with their angels. Um, yeah. So most every one of our listeners knows my story of losing my son. And I will say after losing him, my awareness and awakening like went to another level of, you know, where is he? Mm -hmm. And is he trying to communicate with me? And feeling crazy when I feel like something's happening that he is trying to communicate with me and not knowing you know, what, what is he saying? Is he validating something that I'm doing? Is he giving me, you know, is he telling me, no, do something different. And, and so I've spent the last five years kind of practicing a little bit more of just being in tune, raising my vibration, really trying to figure out what that means to me. And I will say it has helped my healing, Julie, thinking that I can connect with him or knowing that I can connect with him, it does help me heal. So you're doing this through your work, but what, what does that look like with people that are saying, how do I connect with my 
loved ones or my angels? What does that mean between my loved one that's passed, my angels? Who are my angels? Yes. So here's how this works. I I think we all know this, but we don't like really kind of break it down for ourselves. We all have a spirit team. It's not like your soul is sent here alone and God's like, all right, have fun in this lifetime. See you in a in a hundred years. We have support. We have a ton of support we're not tapping into. So your spirit team is made up of angels, guides, and loved ones. And it can also be loved ones who are your ancestors. I believe that we've lived thousands of lifetimes, right? And that your spiritual family on the other side is much larger than you know it is. So you might have a great grandma or somebody who's on that spirit team that you're connected with as well. Well, this spirit team has always been working with you since the day that you were born. Now, you might not have recognized it. You might not have been working with them, but they've always been there supporting you. And so the, when we say awakening, what that means to me is really coming into what the soul truly is in order to be able to tap into that help and that guidance on the other side. So let me break this down just a little bit more. What the soul truly is, is two parts. It's conscious thought and it's energy, right? And spirit says you could say that's two things, but here on earth, we could break those down into two. The thought piece is the intuition. Now, why do people in the world say, listen to your heart? If we only had one thought system within us, wouldn't they just say, go think for a while? We don't say that because there's two thought systems within us. There's the egoic mind that chatters away all day long from the time that we get up to the time that we go to sleep. And the reason that people say, listen to your heart, is there's this quiet, soft, whispering voice within us. And that is our intuition. Now, if you thought about it and used your imagination just to visualize this for a second, imagine this kind of like thick cord running from the top of your head to heaven, right? And that is your energetic line of communication between your spirit team, between God, universe, source, and yourself. So if you're going to open this line of communication, you're not opening it to anything bad. You're opening up to God's energy and any beings that walk in God's energy, right? When you awaken, what you're doing is you're tapping into those two parts of your soul. You're raising your vibration so that your vibration can meet their vibration on the other side and you can have a stronger connection to communicate. And then you're also shifting your thoughts. Remember back to what I was just saying with my dad. My dad was able to come through to me through my thoughts, through my intuition. It's really starting to recognize and like sort out what is my egoic mind thoughts and what is my intuition? Because there's a very slight difference, like four to five percent, but it is there. And it's more of a telepathic thing. You feel it. You get a sense of it. And then um, what what they have proven, have you heard of the book, The Awakened Brain by I Dr. Yes. Miller? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. 
Oh my goodness. It's actually um, a book every single healer should read because it goes through and it li- like lists scientific study after scientific study after scientific study. And what she says in this is that people who use their intuition are actually using a different part of the brain that other people, most people are not using. So when you learn how to sort between what's my egoic mind thoughts, what's my intuition, you're using a different part of your brain to really live this life. And this is where it becomes so fun and so fascinating because your soul is here for a reason. Every soul is here on purpose. And so understanding what that is and understanding that you could be anywhere your entire life. And if you know how to access this communication, you have the answer that is right for you in any situation, at any time, anywhere you go. And I just love that. You know, like that's living from your true authentic self. That's living your soul's purpose. That's living from your soul self. And what could be better here? Oh my gosh. Well, I love a couple, so much of what you said, but I have a question on that. Yeah. So how do you, we talk about from the heart or a lot of people say, I've got a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with my gut. How do you learn to trust from the heart or from your gut over when the ego mind gets in the way? And you talk about having a purpose here. And I think everybody feels that at least a lot of people that I know, most everybody I've come in contact with feels like they have a purpose here, but also they're trying to figure out, well, what is it? Sometimes yeah. that's the big battle in life is if I'm supposed to be here, what is my purpose? And is our ego driving that trying to find the answer? Do we need to let go and go more inward and trust our intuition? Any thoughts on that? Oh, a hundred percent. So that's a couple of different questions because the first one, no, 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 no. that's okay. So I want to just kind of take them one at a time. So I was writing down some notes. How do you trust? How do you trust? There's a couple of different things. If you are like, okay, well, I can't afford to go through an energy healing program. I can't afford, you know, I have a angel communication class and angel Reiki school where I teach people how to do this as a business. Um, You can test this yourself and you can go slower with it. It might take you a little bit more time, but you'll get it eventually. Um, What happens is with anything, if you go to a teacher, they're giving you all the shortcuts, they're showing you the ins and outs, and they help you progress faster, right? Either way, what it comes down to is validation. So when you get validation, you go, holy shit, this is not me. There's no way I could have known this. So I got some big pieces of validation early on. I'll just tell one really quick little story because it's so fun. Um, My daughter has this habit of like wanting to collect all of the toys of like one type and then she plays with them for about a week and she's done, right? So I decided when she got into American Girl dolls to get them off of Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace because there's no way. Yes. So this was where I was very, first starting out in this work and 
I'm ADHD, I'm running late, and Spirit says to me, go in and get two gift cards, Um, because I I was picking up some stuff. I found this woman who had all this stuff she was giving away or, you know, selling cheap, and I was running late to her house. So Spirit says, stop, go in, get two gift cards, one's for her and one's for her friend. So I go, I don't have time for this. I got to go. And they go, go get the gift cards and also go get the $10 that's upstairs because she has more stuff that she didn't list that she's going to sell you to. So I'm like, fine. I go back in. I get the gift cards. I get the money. And and the entire way over to her house, I'm dreading this, right? Because I live in like the most religious place in the Midwest. And so many people, when I tell them what I do, they roll their eyes. And I'm like, I don't have time to be shamed today. I don't want to feel that today. So I go over to her house and I go in and I leave the gift cards in the car because my egoic mind is so strong that day. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Sure enough, she has more stuff that she didn't list. And I have to go back to the car to get the $10. And while I'm there, Spirit's like, just do it. Just take the gift cards. All right. I take the gift cards and I go, listen, I know this is weird. If you don't like it, you don't have to use it. Spirit said to bring these gift cards, one for you, one's for you and one's for your friend. And she goes, you're not Julie from Wheaton, are you? And I go, yeah. And she pulls my business card out of her back pocket that has my picture on it. And she goes, you're not going to believe this, but I'm a hairdresser. I have a hairdressing salon down in my basement and my friend is here. We called you last week. We left a message and you called us back. We were just about to give you a call. So Spirit had said, One's for her, one's for her friend. It's that little tail end that they always add. Because if it was just for her, that would have been one thing. One's for her and one's for her friend. And her friend is downstairs and they were about to give me a call. You can't make that up. That's validation. You can't make that shit up. (laughs) No, no. Teresa is so right when she says that. When that happens over and over and over again, It builds this concrete foundation within your heart where you go, I know I couldn't have known that. There's no way. And when you have that happen a hundred times, a thousand times, the concept of the other side, the concept of heaven, the concept of where we go after we die is not something that's wishy-washy within your head. You know you know, 110%. So that's the answer to your first question. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I think this entire interview, I should have wore a sweatshirt because (laughs) I keep getting the chills, Julie. Yeah. With everything you're saying. It's just, we haven't been taught to think this way. I think when we grew up, a lot of us were taught to pack this part of us away, to think of it as ghosty. And it's not. None of this is ghosty. This is you getting to connect with God. This is you getting to connect with your soul. This is you getting to really connect with your own intuition and live this life the way that you want to. Which kind of brings me to Deanna's um, second question, which was about purpose. Do we want to talk about that? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Everybody has purpose here on earth. And I think what we get wrong with purpose is that it's all about servitude. Half of it's about servitude. Half of it is about helping other people forward. But half of it's also about your joy. And so what I find when I'm working with my students is that there are a lot of people who don't even want to look at what their purpose is because they're very fear-filled inside that it's not going to line up with what brings them joy. They think, okay, well, God just sentenced me, you know, to a lifetime here to serve everybody. And I, I'm not going to want to do that purpose. So I'm not even going to look at it. I'm just going to continue on. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Your soul is love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And joy is what motivates us. Joy gives us this passion. When we wake up in the morning and we have a purpose that brings us joy, man, you can't get us out of bed fast enough, right? We're excited. Your purpose has to bring you joy, and it does. And part of our purpose is to enjoy life. So half of it is about joy. Half of it is about helping others forward. But I don't know exactly what the question was. Was it how to find your purpose? (laughs) <laughs> I think so. I think a lot of people are constantly, I know for me myself, there's been a, a lot of time where you feel a deeper listening to your heart or your gut yeah. and you feel like you have a purpose, but you don't really know. It's not clearly defined. And that's probably the logical side of us coming out going, it should just be a roadmap. We should just be able to clearly define it. And I don't think it's that easy. No, because when you're working with the other side, it's all bound by the laws of free will. So everybody has free will here. They're able to give you whispers. They're able to give you nuggets of information. A lot of people do one of two things when they get a nugget of information. They poo-poo it because they think it's too big. Like, oh, I couldn't do that. I was sitting, I, I, um, I don't want to toot my own horn here or anything, but I was really successful as a young person. Like by age 33, I had this massive office with these huge windows. I had a team of people working for me. I was making the salary I wanted. I had the title I wanted and I was on a really good trajectory, right? And I'm sitting in my office unhappy. And I'm sitting in my office knowing that I want to do something else. And I keep getting this vision of me working one-on-one with other people. And I'm like, God, I am not going back to school to be a counselor. Fuck that shit. What else you got for me? Right? So I'm poo-pooing it, pushing it away, and also having a lot of fear. I can't leave this corporate job. I work so hard to get where I am. I have to keep going with this. How could I leave and start my own business? If you poo-poo things, you're not making space for the miracles and the mountains that God, universe, source can move when you're aligned with what you're really supposed to be doing here. Um, And just for everybody listening, Again, not to toot my own horn because it's not about the money, but just to prove to your egoic minds that you can do this. I think within the first at least year and a half, if not earlier, I was making more than I was making at my corporate job owning my own business. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. 
And I take over two thirds of everything that I make and put it right back into free programming that we use to reach out to other folks. But just so that you can prove to your own egoic mind, it can be done, right? So a lot of people look at something and they either have fear or they think it's too big and it's not for them. But what spirit always does is they give you a nugget of information. And what I want everybody to know about this is that nugget of information is in the future. It's years ahead. So they're going to show you a glimpse of what it could be. And then what it comes down to your point, Deanna, when you said, you know, people don't trust, you know, is this really what I should be doing? You have the free will choice when they show you that piece of information what they're really saying to you then is this could be your future do you accept this yes or no and if you push it away and say no they can't make you say yes that's your own free will decision so if you attach to the thought and say hell yeah i could do that I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how God's going to come in and work miracles, but I believe it could happen. All you have to do is have the faith, the hope, and the belief. And that alone creates an energetic opening where then God, universe, source can come in and just really make it happen for you. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily maid service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at ExclusiveRetreats.com. love how you said everybody has a spirit team yeah that I've never heard it referenced like that that is powerful but for our listeners who have never thought about do I really have angels do I really have and sometimes they might feel it or think it but they don't know what to do with it how can they how can they embrace that and start diving into their their spirit team Yeah. So the first part in really connecting to your spirit team is opening up your vibration. I call it oneness. I believe if you've heard of the term Reiki, um, I founded Angel Reiki. When you say um, sending you positive energy, all of those phrases are referring to the same thing, God's frequency. And so when you get into that frequency, it's almost like having the radio dial on the station you want to be tuning into. My book, Angels and Awakening, teaches you through a whole month of how to get into oneness. And then the rest of the book, about two thirds of it, is an angel dictionary. So you go through and you spend one day to three days with one angel, getting to know them, reading about them. I have exercises within the book. And as you do, you're really learning which angels are on your team and who's working with you. So that by the end of the book, I have a worksheet where you can identify all of the angels who are on your spirit team. Um, I actually put in there too, all of the loved ones that are on your spirit team. And I have exercises at the back of the book too, that help you really start to make that connection with your loved ones 
on the other side and um, kind of channel a little bit back and forth with them. Yeah. So is, is typically your team, could you maybe have family members that you never knew that are part of your spirit team? Yeah. So let's go into this a little bit. And am I saying it right, Deanna? Yes. You want, okay, yes. perfect. <laughs> um, so who's the motherly energy on the other side for you? Um, I'm not sure. Probably my, it's maybe my grandma. Okay. Is that on your mom's side? Uh-huh. Okay. And then who is like, is her sister on the other side or is there like a sisterly energy on the other side as well? Because she's standing with another younger female who passed before her time. Oh, I do have an aunt that passed, yes, when she was in her 50, early 50s. Okay. Because um, I wrote, um, now, is that your mom's sister? Yes. Okay. Because they had me write mom-sister. Um, so just know that both of them, when like I tune into your energy, they're very much at the front and the forefront like the forefront of your spirit team. I know you have other people on the other side, but they're kind of, I don't want to say like, they're not bossy. They're just kind of like they rule the roost over there a little bit. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll kind of dive into this a little bit more too, but are you close to um, one of your cousins from your aunt? Yeah. I mean, I, well, I wouldn't say extremely close, but yeah. Um, who is that, that cousin? Um, oh man, it's, that one's hard. Um, all of my mom's sisters have passed. My mom's the only, only, so I'm not sure exactly which one it would be. Who's your, the male cousin that you were close to as a child? Like you guys ran around a lot growing up at the parties. Um, it would probably be my cousin, Jeff. Okay. And does he have daughters too? No. Okay. Does he have any kids? No. Then it's not him because who has of what they're trying to get to is there's a cousin that you have who has daughters. And okay. I feel like um, the message that grandma and your aunt on the other side are bringing through is there's this line of energy that they keep showing me between oh. you and one of the daughters. Um, so I don't even okay. know if that's a cousin and then their kid. But that person, there's sometimes mentoring lines of energy. And that um, kiddo is going to end up doing something similar to what you do, but has a lot of fear going on, a lot of um, anxiety, and they keep drawing lines of energy between you and her, kind of pushing you to help her. I know her. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, explain now this Now I you. do. Now it comes to, so I do have a cousin that has two daughters, okay. and the one daughter is in uh, the same line of work as I am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's struggling a little bit. And I went when I say struggling a little bit, not in the sense of like struggling, struggling, uh -huh. struggling mentally. Okay. We, you and I know that to get up in life and do this every day, we kind of roll with the punches, right? Everything doesn't always go our way. Sometimes youngins think that when they're getting those punches along the way, that they're doing something wrong right? And um, that they feel like they need to give up or they're not doing the right thing. And what your aunt and your 
grandma are saying is that she is in the right line of work. Like she's a powerhouse, yes. this young person to be reckoned yeah. with. And she's going to do amazing things. But we all need that person in front of us who's looking behind to pull us forward to be like, no, you've got this. And not only that, but here's the potholes to look out for. And here's how I experience things. And here's how I get through it. She needs that from you. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. That is my sister, my mom's sister, who she was the closest to, I would say. Mm. Um, and that's powerful. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Thank Yay. you for that. Oh, of course, of course. And we just um, identified two people on her spirit team. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so great. I mean, it because I've heard people say, you know, a, a lot of, I have a lot of people in my life that are, that are tapping into this. And I, and I'm so inspired when I hear them say, I just learned who my spirit guide is. Mm. And I, and I think, how, how I want that. What do I need to do to get that? Yeah. You know, we have to have a lot of patience with ourselves. You know how they call it getting a reading, right? From someone. Yes. What spirit often jokes about is you wouldn't expect a kindergartner to read at a fifth grade level, right? A kindergartner goes in and they're like, the cat ran over the moon, right? Um, and then, you know, by third grade, maybe they're reading a little bit of Harry Potter and maybe in fifth grade, they're reading, I don't know, Hunger Games or something. It increases, it builds. Um, when you learn to read, communicate, channel with the other side, again, no low vibrations, all positive, but it happens by us opening up our consciousness, by us learning. And so many people want to go from like zero to 60. And they get very, very impatient with the process. Spirit says that if we were to just awaken overnight and go from zero to 60, there would be a very heavy psychological disconnect, right? And it would be very harsh on our psyche. We can't do that. We have to be very patient with ourselves. We need tools. We need things to help us along the way to grow. You wouldn't ask a child to read and not give them books to read. We need tools. And so if you can see it that way and kind of allow yourself to be patient with the process, um, you will unfold and blossom to where you want to be. Okay. So Julie, we talked about before we started the episode, how we were going to let this kind of organically unfold and not know the direction it went and just trust yeah. what was going to come out. And you don't know this, but Deanna and I started this year with episodes that were aligned with the new you in 22. And we have focused on every avenue we could think of how people can have the tools that they need to have their best year and live their best life. Oh, and awesome. I feel like what you just did and what you just gave us today was just another piece of the puzzle, pieces of a woman that we need to live our best life. Mm -hmm. Yay. Oh, that's so, awesome. So how can our listeners find you and offer workshops in all areas, if I understand correctly? Talk to us about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of businesses just have one or two things. And uh, Spirit has come in and been like, 
you know, um, I really believe that church isn't a bad thing, but I do believe that there hasn't been a place for women to lead in church. And so what you see right now happening is people creating their own spiritual churches of sorts. And that's what Spirit keeps calling the work that I'm doing. We're creating an online church of sorts. So we have a ton of different freebies. Um, I have a 31-day course, if people go on the top of my website, that I give away for free. Um, we have the World's Largest Prayer Network. If you go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com, where we um, are praying for people and having people submit prayer requests. I run an angel Reiki school where I teach people how to do this as a business uh, and start their own businesses. I really coach them to be successful at starting their own business in this. Um, we also have an angel membership where I uh, work with huge groups of people every single month. I give away my workshops free to all the angel members, um, healings every month, and we do small groups over there. There's also 13 different months, I think, of coursework that they can go through as their angel members. Um, so there's a lot of different things. Then we have the podcast that's uh, coming out new every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's just been a lot of fun to get all of these tools and resources out into the world. Well, and I have to say, if if you're questioning as a listener what this is, if you are still uncertain, if it if it does exist, if you can truly connect with your spirit team or your loved ones, I would highly suggest going over and listening to Julie's podcast, Angels Awakening, and listen to the stories because you are talking to so many different people that have so many stories and how they've connected with their loved ones. And it's, you can't make that shit up. No, <laughs> no, your podcast is fabulous. Oh, it's thank so great. you. Thank you so much for that. And I just admire the work you're doing. And what an honor to have you on today. Oh, thank you so much. It was such an honor for me to be on your show. I so appreciate your time. Well, Julie, one last question that we have. We, we love to wrap up our episode with this. If you could tell your 18-year-old self, write your 18-year-old self a letter, what would you say to Julie? 18-year-old <laughs> oh, Julie. In addition to invest in Google, Facebook, and Apple. <laughs> that is good. That is true. Um, I would tell her, you know it all. You, like you know, all of the all of the things that you feel within your heart are true. Listen to them, and go boldly into your future, um, full steam ahead knowing that you are right on track. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, I, that is beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank oh, you. thank you. I hope we can stay in touch. This is wonderful. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. 